are listening to a paid commercial program. The opinions expressed are solely those of the program producer or sponsor and not those of NRG Media LLC. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. We have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope all is going well. In your world this week, hopefully you're not uh, buried in Snowzilla, if you're listening on the East Coast. Seemed to be quite a uh, storm, especially since it caused uh, the State Department to file something interesting, and that's not necessarily the focus of the show, but thought it would be uh, interesting to uh, notice that, uh, yes, weather can shut down our government and has uh, just read the Hills article uh, on the latest uh, delay of releasing uh, certain information uh, that was required by court mandated documents. So this is America's Healthcare Challenge. If it's the first time you're listening, I appreciate your time. My name is Sean McGuire. I have been following uh, a law that you might have heard of called the Affordable Care Act. You might know it as Obamacare or whatever you want to call it. We talk about what that means for you as well as how it is affecting our country, our nation's finances, health insurance and healthcare industries, and so much more. And you're going to be joined, we're going to be joined rather here very shortly by our uh, extraordinary co-host Alan Hager who had an excellent week, I might say, organizing an event uh, down at the Ramada Plaza, which was quite nice. He'll report on that and some of the, th- the discussions that we found uh, during that if that affair, which was quite nice. We also have an awesome interview with Dr. Ben Carson, our super producer, Matt Barrows. Caught up with Dr. Carson on the campaign trail, and he'll be reporting uh, some of the things that he heard and talked to uh, as he's been all over. And I think he was even in to see the president when he was recently in town as well. So we've got a fantastic show lined up for you. I'm just going to take a moment to uh, look at some of uh, the top story that caught my attention this week. And it's an important piece uh, of the compliance puzzle, which is one of the things that I I help with. But there's an interesting uh, blog called Healthcare Attorneys, uh, Good Guys. Uh, They're out of California, very smart on some of the uh, regulations that uh, affect compliance for these employers under the Affordable Care Act. And so they had an interesting blog post this week uh, called Coding Line 14 might not be as intuitive as it appears. What does that mean? These official employer reports or these IRS 1094 and 1095C forms that have to be sent to every single W-2 this year included that uh, has all of their necessary payroll information that has to report on whether or not they offered coverage. And that's how the IRS is going to police uh, whether or not employers over 50 offered health insurance. These 1095C forms you have to fill out 
uh, several lines, and the instructions on there are about six pages at least, and it takes about 15 minutes per person on average in labor costs and time to do it. But li line 14 really dictates it, and there's, I think there's 12 different codes that an employer has to enter on this line, and then that will dictate what will you enter on numbers four, 15 and 16. And that just has to do whether or not you gave a qualifying offer. Uh, that might be 1A. Maybe 1B is, oh, did you offer to uh, employees and maybe a spouse? And, that, and then 1C would be a different one. And the list goes on. So you really need to have somebody hel helping you work through that. And that's something that we do uh, every week and day. And it seems like waning moment uh, lately of my life has been spent helping employers through it. So I encourage you. Uh, if you want help or if you're a business owner looking for help, why don't you just give us a call here at the show, 402-342-1290, and we'll just take down your number and, and give you a call uh, because this is something that is really getting into crunch time. Joining us now here on America's Healthcare Challenge, Alan Hager. How's it going this week? You had a a nice uh, victory lap on Wednesday, I, I might say. You mean Tuesday? Yes, yes I yes, did. Very, right. very exciting uh, times here in Omaha in the heartland. We uh, got to welcome uh, Governor Mike Huckabee, who's running for president, to Omaha. Uh, and we had a crowd of about 320, 350. It's one of the largest crowds that he's had while out on this campaign trail during the 2016 presidential race. And uh, I was fortunate enough to get to work uh, to bring him to Omaha. Uh, and uh, I got to meet him and talk with him a little bit on the side about his campaign and we talked, you and I got to talk with lots of people uh, at the event. And one of the interesting things that I heard was <clears throat> not everything is sold the way it should be in Iowa. And if you believe that it's all wrapped up for Donald Trump or Ted Cruz to take uh, the Iowa caucuses, you might be fooling yourself because I'll tell you what, last night I was on the phones for the governor and about 70% of the 720 people that we reached out to said they were undecided. And so whether they were giving us a line just to get us off the phone or uh, they were true in their word, this thing isn't sold. And with the Iowa GOP saying that they're going to see 25% more people in the, in, in, in the caucuses, uh, that's a bit, that could be substantial when you have 70, 75% of the people haven't made a decision yet this week. And they've got till Tuesday, Monday next week, to make that decision. Lots of last-minute deciders. Mm -hmm. And there's just such a diverse uh, crowd this time around. Last time around, it, you know, I think, well, obviously there was only one side up last time around. So, right. you know, yep. it was pretty boring. Yeah, but we were able to talk with the governor, and he's – very confident about his chances in the caucuses. He won them in 2008 with the largest turnout ever. He had the largest vote total ever in the history of the caucuses. So uh, to say that him or Rick Santorum can't win uh, past dictates that Iowans don't make up their mind till the last three or four days before. Well, Rick, Rick Santorum is betting his campaign on the uh, pizza ranch strategy. Hitting oh. every single pizza ranch in the state. Oh. Had to be a kick in the you-know-whats uh, having the guy endorse Trump. Yeah, yep. So it'll be interesting to see in the next five days what happens 
Yeah, exactly. And then on the other side, uh, looks like Bernie Sanders opening up a, a stronger lead in Iowa, I noticed in the headlines. Yep, I saw a sad. The last poll I saw had him up by 14 in Iowa and 9 in New Hampshire. Interesting, interesting. And that has, again, to go back with this delay uh, of this uh, classified information. Uh, it was due the 29th. Which What day is the caucus again? Uh, February 1st. Oh, interesting. How, so th- two days before it was due, and they're asking because of Snowzilla for an extra month delay yes. uh, in this information. I think that would obviously impact the secretary's poll numbers. And I brought them up because in their recent debate, I think it was Sunday night, yes. wasn't it? Sunday night on NBC. During a football game? Yep. Okay. Um, but I did watch it. I guess that shows how much of a loser I am. <laughs> but it was interesting that they got got into it over health care. Yeah. Finally. They, they finally got into it over health care. And I'll say this. Just the whole general form of that debate was that the moderators had no control and the uh, candidates basically were yelling over top of each other who could yell the loudest. And, you know, that tends to be the Democrats, in my opinion. They tend to scream fire, loud, try to scream uh, fire louder than the other candidate on the stage uh, with no respect for the crowd or anything else. So, yeah, it was very interesting to watch and see, you know, Bernie talking about universal health care and Hillary trying to say, well, you're trying to destroy the private insurance market. And Hillary or and then Bernie saying, no, I'm not. I'm trying to make sure everybody's taken care of. Well, I'm sorry, but. Your economic strategy for providing health care doesn't work, sir, and you're going to bankrupt the country in the process. It was um, interesting as well to see that um, if Secretary Clinton wins, that they're going to double down on the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. I would take that based upon yeah, I what would, I saw. I, yeah, I would agree with that, and it's quite interesting because, as we know, from the early 90s, Hillary was— all in on universal health care, and now she tends to be, you know, she's doubling down, tripling down on the Affordable Care Act, and as we know, it's not working. And if we're going to have a candidate double down on that crazy legislation, then the Republicans need to probably run on issues and not be the attack dogs that they have been on each other the last two or three weeks. What right, difference right. at this point does it make? Touche, my friend, touche. <laughs> See, you're starting to learn why uh, this producer we have is the bomb. And by the way, at the bottom of the hour, you're going to uh, hear. Thanks for that interjection there, Matt. Thanks, uh, you're going Matt. to uh, see his interview with uh, Dr. Ben Carson. You mean here? Here. Yes, yeah. we'll, see see it. It. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see it. We'll see it because it was filmed on a phone, right? Yes. Uh, but uh, you'll be able to hear that. Hey, can we get that one more time? Are you sure you want to see it or do you want to, to hear it? Uh, which one would you prefer? Oh, he's got to pull it up again. All right, I missed that cue. By the way, uh, when we come back also. What difference at this point does it make? Uh, can we do it? Oh, closed it again. All right. We've got some really good programming here on the show <laughs> coming up. We've got uh, the largest. Well, we talked about it last time, but uh, are, are you interested in learning about the largest, 10 largest cyber attacks of, of 2015? We covered that, but I think we should include that as well as what employers should be doing. Have we talked about what, what maybe businesses should be doing to protect uh, their information? I think we should. We should probably that. talk about that. Yes. And I think we want to look also at uh, 
an article I saw in Fortune magazine. Interesting article for, or magazine publication, whatever you want to call it, for this headline. United Health saying Obamacare is costing it billions of dollars. I guess we're going to have to dissect that, uh, being that every 8 out of 10 person persons going to the marketplace receives a subsidy. There's a, a massive reinsurance fund to cover expensive individuals, yet the largest health insurance company is still saying that it costs them billions. So I think that's our top story uh, coming up here on America's Healthcare Challenge. If you'd like to talk to us anytime, 402-342-1290, 402-342-1290, and we'll be right back. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Now that you've heard of Sean McGuire and HealthReformExplained.com, maybe it's time for his team to assess your company's situation. We have innovative strategies to help navigate this new maze created by the Affordable Care Act. For more, go to HealthReformExplained.com. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty1290Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out um, the Edie Bellis Twitter handle or page, whatever you want to call it. It's at America's Canary, the canary in the compliance coal mine and all things related to your federal government. And you can see all the stories that we're monitoring each week. Like the one that I just sent out right now came out on January 20th, United Healthcare saying Obamacare costing it billions of dollars, Dr. Evil. Uh, that's a billion with a B, not one million. It's costing them billions. And as we break it down, they warned nearly two months ago, if you if you recall, they were not going to be doing, uh, doing um, or what did they say? Oh, they said they lost $100 million in losses previously. And according to their statements on their earnings, by mid-2016, they're going to determine whether or not they officially will continue to offer products in this in the market in 2017 and that's something that i don't think uh the lawyers that put this law together basically thought of what could possibly happen if one of these comp insurance companies pulls out and it and it bothers me alan because they supposedly got a good deal and they have the best lobbyists and they have the bunch of people that were former congressional staff working for them it's almost like they're kind of taking it to the American people. Or, or is this thing just that messed up? I, I can't make up my mind. Well, let's remember what Nancy Pelosi said about this thing. Nobody knew what was in it. They said we're going to have to vote for it before we could actually find out what was contained in it. And so not knowing beforehand what was in this thing and allowing the Secretary of Health and the Secretary of Health and Human Services the ability to basically write the law as she go went, 
we're talking about Kathleen Sebelius here, of course they're going to jump on the bandwagon early because they don't know. And now that we actually have written the law, or the administration has written the law as they see fit or as they think they see fit, now United Healthcare and some of these other big insurance companies are saying, this isn't what we signed up for. We're getting bent over on it. And well, on the party line at the White House is like, you're going to get well, uh, 30 million new customers. And the reality is they're not. No, getting, and what, the people that they are getting are, are costly individuals. Right. And so what was the number we saw last week? 11 million have mm-hmm. signed up? Yeah. Wh- where's the other 20 million that they said needed health insurance, that, that needed the ability to take care of that? I, I, you know, and then you saw numbers in between 40, maybe 30, 40, or 50 million, if you include the illegal immigrant population in it. Where are that? Where is all of this? You know, what, one-fourth of the population signed up that they said needed it? Of right. course they're going to lose money because it's a bad deal for the taxpayer. And I think also what happened is people that are healthy that probably make, well, 8 in 10 people supposedly got a subsidy that, that tried for it. But I think the people that probably didn't get as much of a subsidy uh, and are younger just don't want it. Well, you're hitting my nerves this morning talking about this subject because this is exactly why uh, Republicans should be talking about health care reform, not talking about repeal and replace, but they should be talking about real solutions for real Americans that make a difference because these uh, solutions that we had to pass this bill before we actually found out about it, we... we We've got it. The people who are running for office need to start talking about solutions and stop biting each other's heads off. Yeah, I I think that sounds like about like a good plan to me. Do you think it'll happen, though? Hell no. Not even close to that, because if you've just seen this week alone, the attack ads in the Omaha media market come and play because we uh, here in Omaha have the largest media market pretty much west of Des Moines, and we take care of everything west of that. If you listen to radio or you watch TV, how many times are you getting sick of the ads? Or are you getting phone calls over there in Iowa? How many times are you getting called by 11 different candidates a day? I know. Hey, by the way, uh, can you pull up a clip of my favorite campaign ad ever, uh, which was the Ron Paul Drain the Swamp ad? I don't know if you ever saw that one. Yeah. That is... I wouldn't mind seeing that ad run all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because that that was awesome. Let's. What's up with these sorry yeah. politicians? Lots of bark. When it's showtime, whimpering like little Shih Tzus. You want big cuts? Ron Paul's been screaming it for years. Budget crisis, no problem. Cut a trillion bucks year one. That's trillion with a T. Department of Education, gone. Interior, energy, HUD, commerce, gone. Later, bureaucrats. That's how Ron Paul rolls. Want to drain the swamp? Ron Paul, do it. I'm Ron Paul, and I approve this message. Now that is a p- effective political ad totally. right now. But yeah. unfortunately, that's not what we're seeing. No, all we're seeing is uh, flip-flops and everything else from every candidate talking about whatever, and there's only been maybe two candidates that are consistent in their message. And I'm I'm lucky I get to support one of them. What do you have over there, Matt? 
If you like your doctor or health care plan, you can keep it. Oh, that's just sick. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, those guys in the government knew exactly what they were doing because, let's face it, you didn't get to keep your health insurance plan. You didn't get to keep your doctor because they knew that not every plan was going to qualify under the Affordable Care Act licensing for these plans, and you were never going to get to keep your plan. They just didn't want to tell you that they that you were going to lose it. Do you think they even knew? Uh, oh, yes. You really think they, uh, or were they just they that knew. stupid? Well, let's just say that maybe there were a handful of people in the government who knew, and then the rest of them are a bunch of stupid idiots. I would say that's about right. Um, <laughs> pretty good assessment, but I just thought you should know that, you know, the largest healthcare insurance company. And by the way, there's only three of them now this year after yeah. last year, right? And yep. They're the big dog. They're the alpha male. Yep. Of the group, totally. the leader of the pack. Yep. Considering, um, seriously considering, based upon their earnings, looking at not doing. Um, <laughs> The uh, Obamacare marketplaces, I, I think they'll obviously move to promote other parts of their business mm-hmm. instead. But I, I just think that, again, that would just be like um, you, uh, United Air- Airlines saying we're just not going to fly anymore. Yep, totally. And so what would that mean? Probably less choice. Less choice and higher rates as we've been shouting from the rooftop for over a year now. You know what I really hate is how the seats are smaller. Like, those things are completely uncomfortable. Yeah, and if you fly on Spirit Airlines, they're like half the size of a regular seat on a regular airline. Yeah, let's just hope that uh, the government doesn't do that. Hey, when we come back, uh, we caught up with Ben Carson. uh, Matt did, and he's going to play that for you next. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. They say every business should have an elevator pitch. Here's ours. We are E.D. Bellis, a consulting company specializing in healthcare reform, helping businesses navigate the new law. For more, go to healthreformexplained.com. Hi, my name is Lauren. I go to Miller Public Schools. I've been with my mentor for one year. I like her because she is someone that I can always talk to. Learn how you can become a champion in a young person's life at teammates.org. My name is Tom Osborne, retired coach, and I'm Enter. Will you? Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps stand ready to defend the American way of life. The few, the proud, the Marines. Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. 
Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Pretty fun show so far, Alan. Totally. Hey, let's bring in uh, our super producer who's been... uh, what have you, you've been kind of the Wizard of Oz back there, the man behind the curtain, kind of surprising us. Hey, you guys came, in. you guys came in all fired up today. So my job, I felt like my job as a producer is just to keep egging you on all day long. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I'm here to do. That's fine, that's fine. And uh, during your other time, you're. You're, you're getting access to a lot of candidates, aren't you? You saw the president recently? What I did. I saw the president. I had the opportunity to see the president at Baxter Arena. Um, I am the general manager of the of MAV Radio over at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. So I pulled that card as the as one of the uh, staffers over there and got media credentials through the White House to be on the floor. So that was it was a, I mean it was a cool experience. You know, he's obviously not my favorite guy, as everybody knows, but um, it was it was a good experience nonetheless seeing a president a sitting president live in my arena, which I actually call the hockey games over there too. So to see the president as opposed to my hockey team, it was it was cool. That's so, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Did you um did he bring up healthcare at all in his speech? You, you know what? It was <laughs> it was so it was like a passing he didn't. He didn't really talk about it. And he, he did that passing kind of motion gesture where he just talked about how uh, a lot of more people, millions more people, he said, have health care now. So, um, and you know, just to comment on what you guys were saying too, just in the last segment, I I think a wide open shot for a lot of candidates right now that I'm not really seeing them take is the millennials, like myself. I mean, here are people that are going to college. Uh, working, living a paycheck to paycheck, and a lot of them depend on that uh, refund, that tax refund. Guess what? You're not getting it anymore. You know, and I think a lot of them are starting to realize that. And candidates should be out there talking about how you shouldn't be, uh, you know, attached or you know, bridled to this Obamacare situation unless you really need. It. I mean, does a 20 year old, does a 22 year old really need like full scale, you know, full scope healthcare? No, you just need like in case you get in a car accident and you know something crazy catastrophic happens to you. You don't hear candidates talking about that very much. One of the candidates does have a good idea as far as HSAs uh, from from the beginning, essentially, and um, that is Dr. Ben Carson, who you had also got the chance to uh, talk to recently as well. Looks like we got a caller, maybe too. But one of the things I wanted to comment on is that HSA, because Matt made a great point in that we've got catastrophic insurance, how that can how that can um, you know prevent somebody from getting incredibly sick however that might have a ten thousand dollar deductible now if we were able to have hsas alan uh from an early age you could donate maybe even when you're younger thirty dollars a month but that's right. going to really grow totally and so maybe you would have no out of pocket costs right and that's been you know whether it's dr ben carson or a couple of the other different candidates who have talked about uh health care reform you know, HSAs is a good place to start, but, you know, there's a one plan out there on the tax side that might actually be the best plan, in my opinion, and that's the fair tax plan uh, because it eliminates all of the uh, taxes on productivity and puts it all on consumerism. So it gets rid of that 23% hidden tax that's on everything and puts it back in people's pocket. And if they wanted to save that money for health insurance or health care coverage, that might be a good place to start, too. Because I think not only do you need insurance reform, but you need tax reform to actually get to the root of some of these issues. 
because they, the problems that we face in this country are so great that we just can't sit by and tinker around the edges. And so Mike Huckabee has that fair tax plan out there that he's been talking about for six, seven years now. Um, it has 90 sponsors in the House and has three sponsors in the Senate. We need to elect more people if we really want to get to the fair tax that eliminates the, the, the punishment on productivity. And, and everybody, including the pimps and prostitutes and drug dealers, would actually be paying taxes on stuff now, which would help if we're looking at trying to find ways for people to actually get coverage. We need a bigger tax base to do that. And how do you grow the tax base or grow the economy to allow for more people to have access to health health insurance? Uh, that's the trillion-dollar question. Yeah. I think it has to do with giving, um, giving people the opportunity to um, – succeed and i don't think any of the policies out there right now are doing that and no. you said we need reform and we need reform and everything and that's pretty sad if you think about it but do you realize if you reform the tax code you take care of social security and medicare at the same time if you come up with the right tax plan and if you also do the right type of tax reform you take care of the health insurance problem at the same time the health care problem at the same time so we need big ideas. We need big solutions from our leaders and our and our citizens because we're not going to, in this country, get to a point where we have real solutions until we elect the right type of leaders. And that's going to be uh, – it needs to be a group of them, not yeah. just – Yeah, it can't be just one. It has to be a whole slew of them. And at the end of the day, when you have 435 members in the House and 100 members in the Senate – you know, if you only have 90 supporting one tax plan, I'm sorry, but you're not going to get it through. If you only have three senators, you're not going to get it through. That's why we need major change in this country, in this election cycle, because if you are mad as hell about your health insurance, it's time to take it into your hands and elect the right type of leaders. And until you do that, you're going to get the same old milk toast garbage coming out of Washington. Hey Matt, how 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 would you uh, how would you like to set up this interview that you got? With well, Dr. yeah, Carson? absolutely. So uh, Dr. Carson was in doing a remote from uh, our studio at uh, at the university. So we have a television studio there, and they often people often come through and do remotes. Um, he was doing a remote with Fox News, talking about the tragic thing that happened to his staff member off I-80 uh, near Atlantic in Iowa um, last week. Uh, so that's actually what brought him to campus. So it was pretty devastating that that was by the means at which I got to meet him. Um, and I did take the time to offer my condolences before we started. But he offered, he obligated, uh, obli excuse me, obliged uh, myself and another classmate to an interview. Um, he did not give any local affiliate uh, the interview. Uh, so no ABC, no NBC, nobody got uh, nobody got to him. No WWT, nobody, nobody uh, was able to get an interview with him. But he obliged us because we were students. Um, so I asked him um, three questions. Um, one being, what's his mindset going into the Iowa caucus? You were talking about this. Uh, you guys were both talking about this already about um, polls and poll numbers. So I asked him about that. Um, I asked him about uh, being an outsider in the race. Um, and then I asked him kind of more of a controversial question, which um, he spoke before he got on uh, camera with us. He was on camera with Fox News. And his uh, platform was basically that 
he doesn't want the Republicans and the Democrats to be enemies. He says that that is that's really um, devastating to our political climate and that we as Republicans should not see the Democrats as enemies. So I asked him a pretty controversial question, which is, well, when when the liberals or the left are um, leveling $275,000 lawsuits against you, say, in the state of New York, for not using the correct pronoun, because there are now new pronouns for the gender, uh, gender ambiguous types, right? And you can be faced with a $275,000 civil lawsuit if you purposefully don't use the correct pronoun, like in a, in a quote, microaggressive way, right? Um, and then in Oregon, so Pacific Northwest, everybody knows about the Sweet Cakes by Melissa story. Um, they actually, the, a judge said, not only could the people that were leveling civil lawsuits against them take their business away in the form of $175,000 a lawsuit, but they could also take their house. So they could sue them for even more, take their home. So I asked Dr. Carson, I said, you know, hey, how do we not see these types of people as our enemies when they're taking our homes away from us? So um, that was how I set it up, and here's the interview. Sounds good. That's good. It's Dr. Let's ben go. Carson. Mindset for your uh, campaign strategy going into the Iowa caucus. I mean, obviously, you know, a couple months ago, you were way up in the polls, and you were right there, if not in the lead or in the second, and now it seems like you've kind of, uh, you know, tumbled in the polls here and then. Do you, do you pay much attention to the polls? Or? Uh, I, I really don't. I pay much more attention the people. I'm not a politician, so I don't think like that. Uh, I just think in terms of what is your responsibility? That responsibility is to tell the truth and to talk about the things that are important to your nation. And, uh, you know, just judging from, you know, the crowds and the enthusiasm and what people tell me after every venue, that they've changed their mind and they're with me now. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what the eventual but, you know, I'm one of those people who feels that your only job is to do the best that you can do, and you leave the rest in the hands of the good one. Um, two, two criticisms that I've heard alleged your way is that one, you're not a politician, you're an outsider. Two, you're you're more settled in your demeanor, you're a little more observed. Right. How would you answer those two things? Uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> um, I'm not a politician. I never want to be one because politicians do what is politically expedient. And I'd rather do what's right. And as far as a calm demeanor is concerned, uh, imagine a neurosurgeon operating in the middle of somebody's head, a vessel breaks, listen to get excited. This is good. You, know, you have to remain calm, have perspective, be able to integrate a lot of information quickly if you're going to be successful in that endeavor. Uh, and that's the kind of personality that I have. I'm never going to be one of those yelling, shouting, uh, brash people, but I will always be a cerebral person. I just have one last question, and that's a little more abstract, and that is you talked just a minute ago about not having enemies with the people that you disagree with. As someone who disagrees with a lot of people on this campus myself, when I see $250,000 civil suits being leveled towards people or $175,000 civil suits being leveled towards people for their different belief systems. When the left has become so adversarial, if you will, on a civil level and they're taking away people's property and they're taking away people's livelihoods, how do we, how do we bridge that gap and not become enemies with people that are basically taking away our property? Well, the problem is that we've gotten into a tip-for-tap situation. 
you acted that way to me, therefore I'm going to act that way to you. You did this to me, I'm doing this to you. And we, we never make progress. At some point, somebody has to be the event. And, uh, you know, just say, look, uh, I understand your thinking, this is my thinking, let's get together and discuss it. And very frequently you find that they're not nearly as far apart as you think. But, you know, four people get divorced, what do you do? They stop talking. Hey, when we come back, we're going to uh, take some more looks at the the latest story. I've got an article, uh, Fool Me Once, Shame on You, Fool Me Twice, dot, dot, dot. It's got Mr. T, uh, Pity in the Fool, a great uh, article about um, the single payment arrangement being proposed. Uh, But that was Dr. Ben Carson. Hey, Matt, thank you so much for sharing that. Pleasure. With us, uh, terrific stuff as always. Alan, what's on your mind uh, coming up next? Uh, I want to talk a little bit about some uh, cybersecurity hacks and different things that we see coming down the pipe that could possibly impact uh, your health care. Yes, that is extre- extremely uh, important stuff that you're not going to want to miss. And it affects your business too, potentially. Uh, it is the information era. How do you protect that information? Uh, we'll tell you next here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Edie Bellis is a healthcare reform consulting company with valuable information that is up to date and easy to understand. We have solutions to manage compliance, minimize penalties and taxes, and all other options. Check out healthreformexplained.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. Do you like being the smartest person in the room? Go to healthreformexplained.com and learn about being a licensed Edie Bellis healthcare consultant. Know enough about Obamacare to be dangerous because you'll be personally trained by me, Sean McGuire. Click healthreformexplained.com. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh-huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Covering a lot of ground in different areas today, aren't we? It's pretty... (laughs) Probably one of the most diverse uh, shows we've had. This has been one of the most wide-ranging shows, I think, from a topical perspective that we've had in a long time. And that's okay because we have 500 other segments, I think, or I don't even remember how many we have. We're probably going on 600 now. So uh, it's good to just add a little variety and color to uh, uh, those things because it seems like we always talked about – 
mergers and acquisitions, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because there's an article in the Becker's Hospital Review that shows that M&A activity jumped 70% in five years, eight findings uh, to those uh, mergers and acquisitions. It was in Becker's, which is a great uh, healthcare publication. If you want to go ahead and read, you go to beckershospitalreview.com, and they talk about M&A activity and all the things that Kaufman and Hall found in that uh and what did report. it say, up 70% in five years? Up 70% in five years, and there were 112 hospital transactions just in 2015, which was an increase over the 95 transactions in 14. Interesting, interesting. What, um, what do you think all of that, those mergers means for cybersecurity and all, all of these things? We talked, was it last week, about how uh, interoperability again continues to be a problem and what was it the VA and Department of Defense have separate. one went with epic one went with Cerner so they both went with compet- competing uh, electronic medical record systems right and the larger I think you get the harder it is to secure those things and you know as was discussed earlier this week uh, on tech happens with Thor Schrock you know there's things out there like uh, blackmail ransom uh, type viruses out there that they hold your data ransom until you pay uh, these uh, criminals whatever it is that they want you to pay and you know you're dealing with the criminals so you're not necessarily going to maybe even get that information back and what happens is if you don't pay it they wipe your data out and they destroy your digital uh, records but who knows they've encrypted it so deep that they've probably stolen all your personal information and so you know, whether it's your healthcare privacy or your banking privacy, you know, you're, you need to be on alert right now in the tech world because, folks, there are criminals out there who want to do nothing but destroy people's digital lives. Did we talk about the 10 largest cyber attacks of 2015? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Anthem was the largest one right. out of that. We spent a whole show. Breaking that whole that. thing down. Yeah, 78 million people, including the CEO, yes. affected. Yep, and that could probably, and you know, that's just from Anthem, but when you actually look at the entire overall arching uh, impact, you're talking impact as well to patients who live in Nebraska and have Blue Cross Blue Shield Nebraska, but might have been treated over on the East Coast. And when you uh, are treated there, Anthem would take it and send the information to Blue Cross, so your records are over there as well, and you probably face some type of problem as well with your uh, medical records being compromised or your insurance records being compromised on the Anthem side as well as the Blue Cross Nebraska side. And so I would say to you, if you hear about it, ask questions and make sure that you know you use a program maybe like a LifeLock or something. Are those things really that good? Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was just a gimmick. No, I don't think it's a gimmick. I think that, you know, when you start to talk about, you know, uh, your uh, identification and ID theft, which is going up immensely over the last few years, you know, if, you know, somebody steals your medical record, they've got your social security number, they have your date of birth, they have every piece of information that you need and then they turn around and sell your record for, you know, $80, 90 
you know, if you have millions of them, you know, that, 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 the, the, the amount of money that a criminal can make off of people's health care records is immense. And here's the More thing. Your that information doesn't change. That's static information, folks. And so, you know, that's why that information will go for a high, fetch a higher rate on the black market than, say, a credit card. Because you can cancel the credit card. You how know, many times do they ask your date of birth, for example? Yeah, or how many times do you, uh, they ask for your Social Security number or any of that information anywhere you go? I you had know. a question for you. I'm reading this, um, going through these articles. Like, um, looks like there was a 3.9 million people affected uh, this medical informatics inf- engineering, but it says the hall was impressed, impressive with na- patient names, usernames, but what are it says hashed passwords. Uh, what are hash passwords? Well, hash passwords are uh, passwords that are a little bit more complex than, you know, one, two, three, four, five, to borrow the line from Spaceballs. <laughs> you know, something very simple. Well, hash passwords are a little bit more complex than that. So, so they got that. And the security questions and answers, mm-hmm. email addresses, dates of birth, health information, and social security numbers. Yeah. That's what they – this is just one case mm-hmm. – that happened last and year. So when you think about a hashed password, think about of taking a variable length password and you create a cryptic fixed length password from it and you do it by uh, using a salt value, which is a technology term uh, for a random value that helps you generate that password. So if you can find a way to hack that and get those hashed passwords, you pretty much have a way to steal almost everything so these guys are good oh yeah whoever's doing it oh totally and yeah and so you know whether it's russia or north korea yeah like you you think because you have all these security questions it's safe it looks like the it doesn't even matter these no so what does an organization need to do to prevent um this from happening and making sure that their information does not get compromised well one thing they need to do is make sure that they uh are current on all their updates so meaning not just Microsoft, but Adobe Flash, Adobe Shockwave, you know, all of these different third-party apps that you have on your PC or on your servers that uh, are constantly saying, update me, update me, and you ignore it. Guilty. Yeah. Uh, JavaScript, for example, so Sun Java, or now Oracle Java, is probably one of the biggest ones that a lot of people ignore, but that's also the one that's most widely used in websites. And that's also one that uh, hackers and uh, malware experts are starting to use the most. And so make sure your Java is up to date on the most current version. <laughs> that's how you can protect yourself. And, and you know, make sure you use an antivirus system that's actually really good and that you constantly are updating those uh, definitions because that's how you can defend yourself against a lot of this stuff. That's good good advice, and you, you could probably help people with that if they ever need yes. it on a consulting basis. Absolutely, you? yes, yeah. and you can reach me at 402-779-9868, and I will make myself available to you uh, to assist you in that effort. Very cool. That's that's good stuff, and I think something to pay attention to. The other option is uh, we could uh, elect this gentleman to uh, be our uh, – our enforcer of all of that. Who is this person? You'll find out next. We're going to play uh, one of my 
I, I tripped a trigger playing that Ron Paul ad, so I want to play my second favorite uh, campaign ad ever uh, and get our final thoughts uh, on what's happening. I guess I didn't talk about uh, the P- Mr. T, Pity, and the Fool, so we'll talk about that and much more here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising healthcare costs? I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded E.D. Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. You wanted to be a teacher when you were little, but you grew up and things changed. Well, it's time to put it back on your list. Innovative things are happening in teaching today, and you can be a part of it. Make more. Teach. Visit teach.org. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Do you like being the smartest person in the room? Go to healthreformexplained.com and learn about being a licensed E.D. Bellis healthcare consultant. Know enough about Obamacare to be dangerous because you'll be personally trained by me, Sean McGuire. Click healthreformexplained.com. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. I'm Dale Peterson, and I'm after the Republican nomination for Alabama Agriculture Commissioner. I've been a farmer, a businessman, a cop, a Marine during Vietnam, so listen up. Alabama Ag Commissioner is one of the most powerful positions in Alabama, responsible for $5 billion. Bet you didn't know that. You know why? Thugs and criminals. If they can keep you in the dark, they can do whatever they want with all that money. And they don't give a rip about Alabama. Here we are, losing three family farms a day. Illegals bust in by the thousands, and Alabama's unemployment's at an all-time high. And what are my opponents doing about it? Stealing yard signs in the dark of night from my supporters. Norman Grace brags on his Facebook page about receiving contributions from industries he would regulate. Bragging about receiving illegal money on Facebook. Who on earth would support such a dummy? And why? We're Republicans. We should be better than that. I'm Dale Peterson. I'll name names and take no prisoners. Give me the Republican nomination for Ag Commission, and let's show Alabama we mean business. Now that is the type of person we need to go in there and kick some ass, don't you think? By the way, you couldn't see it, but he did pull out a gun, a shotgun, in the middle of it. Uh, 
the guy is uh, pretty classic. I'll I'll post that on our uh, Facebook page if if you like because uh, we needed a little comic relief there Ooh. at the end of the show. We got about a minute left, Alan. Anything you wanted to bring up before I sh- give my final thoughts? Well, I will tell you if you're interested in cybersecurity, pay attention because the big hospitals and the big insurance companies are starting to focus in on it because that stuff. You know, we focused on the banks and PCI, which is a payment card uh, uh, program that they were starting to protect their information from uh, the criminals with. Now we're starting to see that that program is starting to drift into healthcare, And so, you know, because it's easy, easy, easy to get information. It hasn't been as protected as some things in the past. Now it is. And so... Uh, Continue to watch that cybersecurity stuff and make sure that you take care of your own stuff. Yes, make sure that it is. And there are different products out there yes. that, that you can you can uh, go ahead and take care of, uh, that, that will take care of that uh, for you if you need it. So mm-hmm. next time we talk, we'll have, what, one more episode before the Iowa caucuses? Is that yes, right? it'll be on Saturday. Or Saturday will be our next show. And then two days later... It's going to be all on. Game on, folks. The Iowa caucuses. It's going to be interesting to see who survives uh, the week after. We'll we'll see who still Mm -hmm. is in the mix. By the way, check out our Facebook page if you like this segment and others. Like I said, I'm going to post... Post this this uh, this ad that we we showed and, and other things just like uh, America's Healthcare Challenge. And we will see you next time. Great one, and for good reason. Mark Levin, 5 p.m. weekdays on the mighty 1290 KOIL Omaha. From ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger. When it comes to severe weather, you hope for the best and you expect the worst. And for the nation's largest city, it is definitely a worse case scenario. New York City is getting slammed by blizzard-like conditions, so Governor Andrew Cuomo is closing roads there and on Long Island in a half an hour from now.